Hello and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is January 11th, 2022, and I'm your host, William Harris, aka William is Bill. Great to be back with you today for Tuesday's show. We're going to recap Monday's seven game slate. So, but before we get into it, let's go ahead and recap some G League top performers. You know, uh, the G League took a break. Uh, when everyone was getting called up back and forth to the NBA because of COVID protocols. And for now, they are back. So some players that have been balling out of control, Jamie Ekonique, he's with the Wizards G League squad, scored 28 points, had nine rebounds. McKinley Wright had 18 points, 12 assists. Let's see, we had Moses Moody and Quindary Weatherspoon have back-to-back 30-plus Point performances in their latest effort. Moses Mooney had 37 points. Quindary Weatherspoon had 34. That's incredible. Previous, they had like 31 and 34. They've been playing amazing. And they play well when they got when they get NBA minutes too. But um also Delano Bonton in his G League last game had 27 points, 13 rebounds, six assists. Uh, those are just some of the ones that stood out the most for me. Most players that have been called up and sent back down are playing well, but those just stood out for me. Like, you want me to say someone else, Derek Watson Jr., 18 and 11 with six rebounds. Uh, You know, DJ Stewart, 19 points, five assists, four rebounds. Those are good games, but, you know, Jamarco Pickett, 21.7 rebounds, two assists. I just want to give my guys my rookie class, uh, even though they're not in the NBA right now, if they're balling somewhere, I want to cover it and let you guys know what they're up to. Because you're going to hear some names tonight who have been pretty much solely in the G League, finally got the call up and are getting some minutes in the NBA. So with that being said, let's get straight to it like there's nothing to it. First game, we have the Charlotte Hornets versus the Milwaukee Bucks. The Hornets won this one 103 to 99. For the Milwaukee Bucks, we have Sandro Mamuklesvili. Only played 11 minutes in this one. Finished with two points, one rebound, and one block. A lot of people may have thought because DeMarcus Cousins' uh, 10-day contract was up. I think he re-upped that twice, but now it's up. They let him go. He has moved on to the Denver Nuggets. That's good news for Sandro. And maybe those minutes will be in the 20s every night. So far, no so. (laughs) Only 11 minutes in this one, but we will see if that trend will pick up, especially when they're playing a bigger lineup. You know, the Hornets are not that intimidating on the front line. They have, you know, Plumlee. That's not anything to be scared of. So, uh, but for this one, Sandro, not many minutes, not much production. And that's it for the Bucks. For the Hornets, they did not play any of their top three rookies. I guess you could say all four of their drafted rookies were DMPs. So no fun there in this game pretty much at all. But the next game we have the Detroit Pistons who defeated the Utah Jazz 126 to 116. First of all, that's a huge upset. <laughs> but second of all is, uh, you know, when you're talking about Detroit Pistons, you're talking about the first pick in the draft. But for Utah, you know, I will say Donovan Mitchell did not play in this one. So obviously that had a lot to do. Oh, no. Yes, he did. Donovan Mitchell did play in this one. Um, So never mind. 
this is just a complete upset. Uh, Rudy Gobert didn't play in this one, um, but they still should have beat the Pistons. <laughs> but um, Jared Butler did not play in this one as well. You know, we talked about him starting a couple games ago. Today, he's not even on the box score sheet. So that would make me think he is probably out with health and safety protocols. Uh, it's possible that he just got sent down to the G League. Uh, I'll keep you updated on that. So for the Pistons, what we have been waiting for, of course, Kay Cunningham played the most minutes on the team, 38 minutes, went 10 for 17 from the field, finished with a career high, 29 points, eight assists, two steals, and two blocks. He did have five pesky turnovers, but still, that's an incredible game. Kate is truly, truly, truly coming into his own. You know, every now and then, he has a few stumbles, you know, has a few average games, but clearly he's been putting in the work to have great games like this. And he took full advantage. The field goal percentage was good. The three-point percentage was good. Over 50% from three. This is what most people wanted to see from Cade. You know, he kind of reverted to some of the worst shooting in his life when he first came into the league, but he's truly settled in. And to go five for nine from three, four for four from the free throw line, just a truly great performance. And, you know, right now, Detroit is in line to get another top three performer. So it may not look that great for the outlook of this season, but I mean, if they have Cade and another top-notch player next year and they nail that pick, the Pistons could be on the rise because Cade is a guy you can build your team around because he can do it all. Um, You expect the assists, you expect the rebounds, the unselfishness. You don't really expect 29 points. So if he can do that and have eight assists, this is the makers of a franchise player, and you love to see it. Now, Luca Garza was a DMP, so no news there. And that was it for the Pistons. We're still waiting on Isaiah Livers to get some significant minutes. That might not happen this year. We will see. Next game, we had the Boston Celtics defeated the Indiana Pacers 101-98. to For the Pacers, they are starting two rookies currently. Dwayne Washington start, got to start again. In 23 minutes, he finished with nine points, two assists, two steals. The two steals are good. Nine points are decent. And, you know, he's just a good player, and he did only play 23 minutes. So if he would, that would have been closer to regular starter minutes, 30, that production would have been even better. Kiefer Sykes played the same 23 minutes, finished with 11 points, three assists, and one steal. Same thing, you know, decent stats and with decent minutes. Nothing to run for your waiver wire to – you know, get any of these guys or anything like that, but good solid performances. And right now, you know, Isaiah Jackson was a DMP. So this team is going to be one of the more interesting teams when it comes to the trade deadline. But for now, that is it. <clears throat> and for the Celtics, as we know, no rookies will ever be played for the Celtics. <laughs> they don't have any. But next game, we had the New York Knicks defeated the San Antonio Spurs, 111 to 96. For the Spurs, we have Joe Weiskamp played 12 minutes, finished with seven points and one rebound. But the big news is Josh Primo started once again, and that was with DeJounte Murray. So that is a good, you know, happy surprise. (laughs) But, you know, Devin Vassell is out, so he clearly is taking up those minutes. 
He played 28 minutes with four for nine from the field, finished with 11 points, two rebounds, and three assists, one steal, and one block. So a ton of production all around. Uh, it's Josh Primo's season, hopefully, you know. <laughs> like I said, Vassell is out, but we all have been waiting to see Josh Primo, the 12th pick in the draft, get a ton of minutes and show what he can do. Um, I'm sure this is more looked at as a long-term, you know, developmental process with Josh Primo. But if he finds the minutes and is able to produce, he will start sooner than later. That's it for the Spurs right now. Jock Landell was out. So for the Knicks, we have Jericho Sims got in the game for three minutes, was able to put up one block, and that was pretty much it. But three minutes, one block. Can't complain too much about that. Miles McBride also played three minutes as his minutes have been dropping tremendously. He only had one rebound. He's falling out of favor with Tom Thibodeau, apparently. We will see if that turns around. Quentin Grimes did play a huge 28 minutes, though, and he finished with seven points and six assists, one steal, and one block. So the rotation is kind of all over the place. Right now, Nerlens Noel is out. Pretty much the only factor other than, you know, Derrick Rose, Kimball Walker. But for now, this appears to be rotation. And Miles McBride and Jericho Sims are going to have to fight and scratch and claw to get more minutes on this team, apparently. Next game, we have the 76ers defeated the Houston Rockets, 111-91. For the 76ers, Charles Bassey dig in. Charles Bassey did get in for five minutes. <laughs> he finished with one rebound, one steal, and one block. Once again, that per-minute action is incredible um, for him and Jericho Sims. But obviously, you wish there would have been more minutes, especially in a 20-point blowout. You know, Embiid was dominant, but Drummond was able to get 17 minutes and Bassey with the five. So for now, not much to say about Charles Bassey's situation. He needs an injury to be productive. They also have a rookie named Miles Powell, who's played 20 minutes, ended up with six points, four rebounds, two assists, and one steal. So that is a good production from an undrafted rookie. They also have an undrafted rookie named Braxton. Key. Braxton Key played four minutes, finished with two points, one rebound, and one steal. They also have Aaron Henry, who they did draft. He only played three minutes. So that's two other undrafted rookies I named, and Powell and Key played more minutes than Aaron Henry, that second round pick. So I don't understand it. Um, it appears they do not like Aaron Henry at all. <laughs> you know, he was picked around the same time that. Um, my guy from the Pelicans, Herbert Jones, was picked, and they're both defensive-minded, small fours, all-around guys. I would expect Henry to be getting more minutes on this squad, um, but it's not happening so far. But he played three minutes and no stats all around. Now, Charlie Brown is not a rookie. So for the Houston Rockets, of course, we have Jalen Green, who played a huge 30 minutes, finished with 14 points five rebounds, and one assist. Now, he only shot 33% from three. That's not terrible, but you want to do a little better. But he did. where he messed up was he had seven turnovers. So that's what kills you. Um, his field goal percentage was decent at 50%, six for 12 from the field. But, you know, he's an offensive weapon that can do whatever on the court. He's just learning not to be too fast, not to be too reckless. But... 
it's going to take some time and he really needs to be with the right coach because if he's allowed to have seven turnovers and there'll be no consequences, his future is not going to be what it could be. So we will see. Um, especially, and I mean, he's not a point guard. He's been two. So we got to get those turnovers down, Jalen Green. But good job with the 14 points. Uzma Garuba came off the bench for five minutes, finished with three rebounds, one steal, and one block. This is a guy that definitely should not have been drafted in the first round, like I said, before the draft. And it's being shown by this Rockets team, who right now are starting Daniel Tice, and they are probably the second-worst team in the league. Starting Daniel Tice, Alperen Sengun is out, and Uzma Garuba is still barely sniffing the court. Why draft him if you're not going to use him? When you're a bad team, I don't understand. But it is what it is. Josh Christopher, after his big performance last game, came back with a decent scoring game, bad field goal percentage game, three for 10 from the field, finished with 13 points, though, two rebounds, two assists, and one steal. So, you know, these rookies, like I said, Josh Christopher can do that. He can go off for 17, 19, 20 points. But he's also, the next game, going to struggle a little bit. <laughs> you know, he's up and down, up and down, up and down. So when he gets that consistency, which normally will come in year two or year three, he'll be a more trustworthy player. But for now, you got to ride the roller coaster of Josh Christopher, if you want to. <laughs> and Dacian Nix got in the game for five minutes. That's good to see. Two points, one assist, and one steal. And, and I, I think he probably deserves a few more minutes on this team. You know, they're playing DJ Augustine 15 minutes. He had no points. Those minutes can go to Dacian Nix. Um, DJ Augustine needs to be more of a mentor than a point guard at this point. So, for the next game, we have the Portland Trailblazers defeated the Brooklyn Nets 114-108 to 108 in another surprising victory. Uh, but David Duke Jr. got the start once again, but only played 13 minutes, him and Nick Claxton. But David Duke finished with five points, two rebounds, and two assists. And like I said, if he doesn't step it up, he's going to lose that starting role. I'm surprised he hasn't yet, especially when you have Cam Thomas on the team. Cam Thomas played 26 minutes, finished with 21 points, three rebounds, three steals. And this is coming off the last game where he had a good game and finished with the game-winning shot to win the game. That wasn't redundant. I don't know what it is. But now Cam Thomas has another super strong game, third leading, highest score. You know, James Harden was out in this one. But still, Cam Thomas is showing what he can do. Eight for 12 from the field, four for seven from three. He was just lights out tonight, and he's truly feeling confident and ready to play. So David Duke's going to have to step it up, but that's going to be Cam Thomas' starting role. Unless they just love his scoring punch off the bench, but Thomas has earned it over David Duke, honestly. Kessler Edwards came in for 15 minutes, finished with five points, five rebounds, and one steal. And the other big news of this game was De'Ron Sharp finally got in, played some nice minutes, and had some really nice production. Played 24 minutes, was perfect from the field, six for six. Finished with 14 points, seven rebounds, two assists, and a huge three blocks. That's what you love to see, especially if you're in fantasy. Now, 
LaMarcus Aldridge did not play in this one. Nick Claxton only played 13 minutes, but it was not a huge blowout. Blake Griffin only played 11 minutes. It was not a huge blowout. So we will see whatever the status of LaMarcus Aldridge is going to determine whether Dayron Sharp will continue to get minutes like this or not. And once again, Nick Claxton, unless he got hurt, that 13 minutes is not going to reoccur next game. But great game from Dayron Sharp. Love to see that. For the Portland Trail Blazers, Greg Brown III was the DMP, but they did play Trenton Watford 14 minutes. He had four points and six rebounds and one block. I wish they would play Greg Brown. You know, he is a raw prospect, but a very exciting electric prospect that we want to see. But he's kind of like the guys with the Hornets, not really getting any playing time. So for our last and final game, the Cleveland Cavaliers defeated the Sacramento Kings 109 to 108 in a nail biter. For the Cavs, of course, we have Evan Mobley, your top leading contender for rookie of the year. He finished with 17.7 rebounds, five assists, one steal, and two blocks. Another rookie of the year worthy performance and a huge 42 minutes. That's too many minutes for my guy, Evan Mobley. But he definitely played well with those minutes. But you don't want to run a rookie in the ground when you don't have to. You know, Kevin Love played 21 minutes and had 18 points. Use Kevin Love for 25 minutes. You know, use Dean Wade for 15 minutes. Uh, you just can't run Evan Mobley in the ground because if he's out, your season is pretty much over. And right now, they have a winning record. That's the Cavs are 23 and 18. So uh, just take it easy on my guy, Evan Mobley. All right. <clears throat> but that's it for the Cavs side of things. For the Kings, we have, of course, Davion Mitchell played 22 minutes, but he only had four points and one assist. But the huge news for the Kings is. Nimi Escada played a huge 24 picks. He was that second-round pick, pick around number 40-41, finished with 11 points, five rebounds, one assist, and one steal. Now, he was a really good defensive player in college. He got a lot of rebounds, a lot of blocked shots. Even in the summer league and the G League, he's been pretty dominant. Um, a lot of people are worried with if that would translate to the league or if he would just get lost in the wash. He clearly came through with a first good game, you know, in his first game, played well, was competitive. You know, they're starting Alex Lynn. At this point, they should be starting Nemius K to see what he has because Sean Holmes is out and another center is out as well for this team, uh, Damian Jones. So that's the only reason K got to play, but I think he played well and deserves another chance to get some big minutes on his team. So that wraps up our seven-game slate. For Monday, let's go over the rookies of the night. We'll start with Kay Cunningham with his career-high 29 points, 8 assists, 2 steals, and 2 blocks. Cam Thomas is 21 points and 3 steals. Evan Mobley with 17 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists, and 2 blocks. That's just an insane line. Davon Sharp with his 14 points, 7 rebounds, and 3 blocks. Another great performance. Hmm. Dylan Green played, uh, scored 14 points, had five rebounds. Josh Christopher with 13 points. Nemes Cato with a surprise 11 and 5. Kiefer Sykes and Josh Primo both ended up with 11 points. You want to mention Dwayne Washington finished with nine. So that wraps up our 
coverage on the All Rookie Podcast. If you like the show, tell a friend to tell a friend. Thank you all so much for listening. I truly appreciate each and every listener. If you have time, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. And follow me on Twitter at William Miss Bill. Love to hear from you. Thank you all. Have a good one. I'm out of here. Peace.